All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Um, we'll get into some uh, college football discussion here, but also some of the other NFL items we didn't get to. We'll kind of jam those into uh, this segment as well. Kind of have a hodgepodge, smorgasbord, if you will. Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire plays jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who might have had a tough weekend. Uh, speaking of tough weekend, Rangers uh, lost that series to the Dodgers. We'll be talking about the Rangers. Big series coming up versus the Astros. Go Strolls! Coming up next segment. So uh, we'll get into Astros-Rangers discussion uh, coming up next segment. All right. Uh, quick, fast, because I, I know we got I want to get back into the conspiracy theory discussion uh, that Longhorn fans have been uh, having uh, via in, in, on the Twitterverse uh, lately about uh, a certain stat that I went I went deep diving on and rabbit holing with. So we'll get to that coming up here. Uh, but Nick Saban, I thought this was going to be good news, but Harch convinced me otherwise. <laughs> uh, Alabama has no idea what their starting quarterback is going to be. Uh, Nick Saban says his quarterback battle is like baking a cake. <laughs> um, basically, you know, saying that, you know, he's essentially going to figure it out as he's going, but he says it's going to be a little process. You got Jalen Milrow. Um, Who I'm a big, big fan of. Yeah, but he's a turnover prone son of a gun. Got to play. He just, he, man, he's careless with the football. Last year, mm-hmm. had some games where he's just downright. It's cringeworthy to watch. He's, his talent is immense. Yeah, but his, he was the guy that I was mad when he stopped when he changed his recruitment to the University of Texas. Was very upset about that because he was he was committed to Texas, and then they got somebody else, and he was like, "I'm out." Yeah, I'm no, out. I, I yeah, I understand that too. Uh, but yeah, you're right. He's got a lot of talent, and a lot of people think he may be the front room. There's Ty Simpson, who's a redshirt freshman who threw. Five passes uh, while playing in his four games. And um, he's the son of a UT Martin head coach, Jason Simpson. And he's a former five-star recruit. Yep. yep. So, got immense talent. And then there's Tyler, uh, is it Buchner? Uh, It might be Buckner, actually. Uh, But the wild card of the bunch, they say uh, he transferred in May following offensive coordinator Tommy Rees from South Bend to Tuscaloosa. Um, and he's been the most experienced uh, within the offense because he's coming with mm-hmm. that offensive coordinator. He was in that system, um, but he doesn't really have any familiarity with Bama, with that personnel at Bama. And I believe of the of the other two quarterbacks, they have higher ceilings, like obviously higher ceilings than he does. But that doesn't matter if he's if he's better at um, being more efficient and effective in that system. Uh, that'll help him out. But um, they all are very different skill sets too. Yep. Uh, Nick Saban's quote was, <laughs> he said, uh, Grandma Saban used to bake the best cakes in the world. I used to stand by the oven when I was a kid and say, when's this cake going to be done? When's this cake going to be done? And she said, if I take it out of the oven too soon, it's going to turn to mush. He said, so I think we've got to let this develop and make sure we let the cake bake until somebody separates themselves all the players are working hard. They all have a good attitude. They're all competing well. Oh, last time we had a cake bake reference in Austin. 
It's not good. Remember Charlie Strong told at the time? Yes, Arnold? that's why I'm laughing. The cake was bad. As soon as you said that, I was like, ooh, he's going straight to Charlie. He took it out too soon. Then. Yeah, he did. It turned into mush. <laughs> turned into mush. So they tried to ice it, yeah, ice it on the cake. Yeah, they tried to do something. Oh, it turned to straight up mush. Like I said, put a wig on the pig and do it big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't do it like that. So I think this is good news, but you don't necessarily think this is good news for, for Texas. I think I, I think it's an okie okay. think it's I think it's the okie I think he does have an understanding of who his quarterback is. I know that you talked about the turnovers by Jalen uh, Milrow, but you know now he's got him, he's more experienced now. He has the opportunity. He's done it. He's probably well. I guess he's learning a new offense, but he understands what Nick Saban wants from his quarterback. It's hard when you come in there and you're going to replace a guy like a Bryce Young, and when you get a chance to go in the game, you want to put up big numbers too. So you do a little things, more things where you're not mm-hmm. uh, in your comfort zone. But one thing he does bring, he is thick, he is strong, and he can run. His size is more of, of a Jalen Hurts-looking quarterback, Milrow? the way Milrow yeah, is Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's solid. He's now. thick. Yeah, he he's is. thick. But to your point – he does need to take care of the football, but like anything else, I think you mature with your opportunities and you get better. That's right. Or you get worse, and then you don't get to play. Yeah. So he's not going to wait around. Nick Saban is not going to wait around for you to develop. No. He needs to win right away. No, and I think there's some of it where he just wants to send this back, the message back to the quarterback Absolutely. room. Of, hey, man, Absolutely. N- ain't none of y'all's job is safe. I'll, I'll, I'll let all y'all transfer this offseason. <laughs> I do not care. You better, you're, like, you're not working hard enough. Because like if you if you came in and you were working harder, then I could say, well, I know he's our guy, and you know it's going to take a minute. But he, I don't think any of you were working hard enough, so I need you all to step it up even more because this is what it takes to be a champion. He so knows. I, I think that's a lot of a message back to his team: just be like, don't be complacent. Just yep. because you think the guy behind you is not ready to play doesn't mean I won't bench you. That's a great point too, because yeah, maybe maybe there's a leader, and he's like, it ain't enough for lead. I need you to separate. Yeah. I need you to make it, it make it leave no doubt. And make it clear to everybody on the team, coaches, players. I always say quarterback competition like yep. an election. Well, we need a landslide winner here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. we, don't, we don't want a contested election. We want it's a clear-cut winner. This guy won it. He's the leader. So to Patrick's point, maybe it is more of a message. It is in the South, so it will be contested. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, our man CB, uh-huh. shout, out, shout out to CB. He already tweeted out, the cake is baked. The cake Charlie is Strong. Baked, he man. already tweeted out. The cake is <laughs> Charlie, that was a great line, Charlie. It was wrong. It, it was, was wrong. Line. Yeah. Charlie had some some lines like that are way off. One of his lines that was money and will always be money is his line about social media. Yep. Gonna be the downfall of society. Correct. Charlie. And we're still recognizing astute, that as that. Astute observation. We got man. people mad that they changing <laughs> from tweet Twitter. To X. To X. Yeah, that's how I felt about it. I haven't it. updated mine. Mine hasn't gone to X yet. You said yours is already X right now, yeah, right? On the computer. On the computer. On the computer. Mine still has blue, and I got the little bird. Oh. The little bird. Isn't that bird named Larry? <laughs> that's not a dad that. joke. I swear. That's not a dad joke. That was joke. perfect dad joke, no, though. I'm going to use that thing joke. tomorrow. I believe it, actually. Go look up the Twitter, the name of the actual, like, mascot there. I think his name is Larry, and I think it's... That's interesting. Larry, like the bird. Larry. Larry. Bird. bird yeah. Is he married because. to Sue? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Maybe maybe that was maybe that's folklore and legend. I heard that somewhere. I swear that's like the history of Twitter. It's still like funny. They, they I like it. 
You thought it was like a bad it. joke? Yeah, I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, when you said it, I'm like, man, I've never heard that, but that is perfect. <laughs> I could be off about that. All right, we'll see. We can do some research on that later. Uh, okay, getting back to, oh, there's one more of the subject I want to get to before we get to conspiracy theory. So this was an interesting, uh, uh, well, it was, it was an interesting article, and I think it's going to be a nice conversation for us. So basically the premise of the article was what college football program would make the best hard knocks this season? Oh. And honestly, Texas is in the conversation. They have yeah. to be in the conversation because yeah, it's Texas. Period. Texas definitely. They're talking about just interesting storylines of, you know what I mean, that are available. Texas got like four, five of them. Mm-hmm. Got a yeah. Manning on campus too. That's another one. You got a bunch of them. Yeah. I, honestly, leaving, the, like, leaving the Big 12. That's leaving the perfect. Big 12. Yeah. That's another good one, too. Yeah. yeah I, and honestly, you got all this, obviously, talent that's supposed to be NFL caliber talent, yep. X-Man and JT Sanders. I think if I'm choosing another Quinn program. Quinn Yours. Quinn yeah. Yours. Well, Sark, too. And the stories. And oh, Sark's you wife. Get story. she's, a, oh, she's a fashionista. Man. Yes. She's fashionista. And? Oh, Jeff Banks' yep. wife. She's just a star. She yep. needs to be on reality TV. She's just a star. I think she, she has a, been on reality <laughs> TV before. Yeah, and, yeah, I think you're right about that. Yeah. Well, she's got. She's actually an animal lover. She's yep. like a like a huge animal lover. Like, actually, like, real deal. She has And I think it's more for, bits. and I think some of it is therapy, too. Oh yeah, she you know probably right. Good point. Yep. Good point. But I so, know she has she has a lot of animals, and yep. we know about the monkey thing. And she still has. Is it Gia? Gia. Is it Gia the monkey? Yep. Gia the monkey. Still has Gia, Gia the monkey. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. That's another yeah. storyline right there, man. Yep. Gia the monkey. Yeah. Yep. I mean, Colorado's the easy choice, right? Colorado probably would be my top choice yeah. right but you gotta now. Pick, but you also got to look at well, Dion for sure because of everything. Fifty-one oh, transfers, everything, everything just, that's going on. Surgery now. Just had surgery. Blood clots and stuff. Yeah, I might have lost a toe or something. Yeah. All kind of stuff. He's got great storylines. But let's be his honest, wife is folks. beautiful. Let's be honest, folks. Uh-oh. The only team that we really need to be around is Lane Kiffin. <laughs> Lane Kiffin will give you something every day. Joey, Joey Freshwater, Freshwater right. will give it to That's you true. every can we day. Get yeah. video? Can we get video to see if Lane Kiffin did his hair up like that for SEC exactly. Media Day? Oh, or or if he just like, pulled it, like he got a phone call right before and that's why. <laughs> and he got a co-ed to hang out with. He oh, loves taking pictures with co-eds oh, and like, yeah, he's at perfect. these little sororities and stuff. Like, yeah. I'm like, you realize what your reputation is. Like, yeah. You don't give the, a damn. The only way that works, though, is if the voiceover is at Orgeron. <laughs> That's, I like that. I like if Edo was out there right now, his program probably would be in this conversation too. Edo <laughs> runs an entertaining program. Uh, uh, I know we can get a, a show on uh, for USC where we just let uh, Lincoln Riley go and people tell him what real food tastes like and <laughs> show him. Maybe on the Cooking Network, a Lincoln Riley cook- cooking show. Yeah, yeah, show where he's back, Lincoln. No, <laughs> no, that is not a brisket, Lincoln. What that, is not that, a brisket. that is not a brisket. I thought it was tuna. <laughs> Thought it was tuna. <laughs> um, I think Jim Harbaugh would be his program would be fun because yeah. Jim Harbaugh is he's he's pretty energetic. He likes you know one liners. Uh, likes you know he's quick with Yeah, he's definitely quick with it. Honestly, he asked the, you talk Lane Kiffin asked somebody what's your mom's name because the dude said he looked like him. Yes, I, I saw that at SEC yeah, Media Days. Yeah, SEC Media Days. Kid, the dude that was covering him, he yeah. said a lot of people say I look like you. And my mom, I sent my mom a picture of us. And she was like, why Why do you look like Lane Kim? And he was like, what's your mom's name, Lane Kim? Like, no, I'm showing you my mom's name, name Lane. Yeah. No, because you got a reputation. So, yeah. no, you do not know my mom's name, Lane. <laughs> uh, but, no, that Joey Lane, Freshwater. There would be good. There are like five or six, I think, schools out there. But I'm with you with really Texas. I'm with you with Dion. But I'm also like, man, you got to have somebody with a personality that's there. And Joey Freshwater has that. Kirby Smart probably would be pretty good. 
Kick, well, he's going to talk fired. about leadership. Yeah, he's talking about leadership. team is drag racing get, the whole time. They're trying to get time. three straight, guys. I know. It's, What's the last time we had somebody with three straight national? You got to go all the way back to like the 40s. Oof. I want to say it's like Minnesota in the 40s or something weird like that. Really? It's a, it's a very strange stat. Like you've got to go way, mm. way back for the last time somebody won three straight college football national titles. It's been a long, long time. It has been a while. Um, anyway, so uh, I thought that was an interesting conversation. Thank you, CB, for sending us the cake is baked. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> outstanding. Cake is baked the already. The cake is baked, man. I was like, uh, no, it was not baked. <laughs> what you talking about? You forgot the eggs. You forgot no everything. It wasn't no milk. It was <laughs> one of those. You remember, did, did y'all ever used to watch the Three Stooges? And they would always try to make something. Oh, yeah, and and it oh, would have so much rising in it. And then it would just be like, dang, Charlie, ever, that's what you gave us. Have you ever Have you ever had someone make something and then you look <laughs> in the fridge? and you see an ingredient that's still in the fridge, like, I bought this for this. <laughs> what did you use? What did you use? Everything was expired. I, I put butter. I put butter. I bought butter for this. Like, there's the butter hasn't been touched. Now, did you I, not put butter in this? I made it with, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know what Charlie was thinking, but no, wasn't the case. Uh, okay, let's get to uh, this this research that I did. Did some research. Uh, I mean, I'll give my man Harge a lot of credit because uh, he's the one that brought it to my attention again. We talked about this at, during the season, and I think we talked about it like around the last game of the season after Baylor. But I would admit at the time, it was more of a, a, a stat that came from Twitter. I believe it came from Reddit, actually, mm. at the time. And nothing against Reddit. I'm not disrespecting Reddit at all. I'm just saying we hadn't fact-checked it, and it didn't come from a source um, that I could give credit to. And we like to, you know, we're going to have an argument or an argument, a, well, sometimes we do, mm-hmm. a debate uh, or any type of discourse on the show. We want to start with the facts and then we can get into all of the other uh, conversations about it. So the stat that was thrown out there uh, via the Twitterverse and via the Internet was that Texas opponents last season had only been called for two holding calls the entire year. Mm-hmm. And. When I did the research, I found that was true. I went look through every comb through every uh, play by play sheet, and there are inconsistencies. Sometimes, you know, ESPN has some issues with theirs, and sometimes Texas website has issues with theirs. I cro- I did I used both and tried to cross reference to try to get as much accurate data as I could, and come found out. Yeah, I found the same thing that Texas only had uh, opponents only had two holding calls called against them the entire season. And I figured, okay, well, let me go look at Oklahoma. So I actually spent some time in Oklahoma Twitter, which is sooner Twitter, which is a disturbing place. Yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. The enemy is here. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like, I go within. I go where the evidence takes me, and sometimes evidence can take you to a dark place. <laughs> right, and that's what happened to me. It's like true detective. I went to a dark place. So I found Oklahoma fans were also complaining about the same thing that their opponents um, had very few holding calls the entire season. And when I combed through Oklahoma's uh, play-by-play data, I found three. I found just three uh, holding calls uh, called on their opponents. And this is not the bowl games. No bowl games included here. This is all regular season, non-con and also the regular season uh, for the conference schedule. So I was like, all right, you know what? At this point, now that I've found both of those those stats to be true and accurate, at least based on my research, i got to go look at every team in the Big 12. We need context. We need perspective. If Texas and Oklahoma, if the theory, the conspiracy theory out there is like, oh, man, you know, Oklahoma and Texas are being shafted in this specific area here. Um, and this is how it is, at least the the discrimination. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, it is it is materializing in uh, in this manner. 
I got to go look up other teams and see if they also experienced something similar to Texas. So I went and looked at uh, K-State. Started with K-State and TCU. Uh, K-State and TCU, like I said, I'll give you some of the more detailed numbers uh, tomorrow because I'm going to go kind of go through the research and check everything again. Uh, they did not have to deal with this issue. I'll say that said, K-State had the most, their opponents had more holding calls called against them than any other team in the Big 12. Wow. Yes. Your champion. I was going to say, yeah. the champ. Your champ. Got no love. Your, your, well, your champ, I'm just saying they got more holding calls. Their opponents. Oh, their opponents got Their okay. opponents oh, yeah. had more holding calls. So, like, we're looking Chris at. Chris Kleiman. We're looking at they opponents. They love him. He yeah, respects. We're, we're looking at opponents holding calls. So, yep. we're staying consistent. Yep. Uh, K State's opponents had more holding calls called against them than any other team in the Big 12. Hmm. Triple the amount of Oklahoma and Texas combined. Wow. And. Wow. Yeah, so the only teams that were even close in Oklahoma and Texas had the fewest. Come. Um, uh, fewest calls for, at least a few, fewest opponent holding calls, I should say. And the only teams that were close to them were Baylor, because Baylor uh, was right around five, was Baylor and maybe and Oklahoma State. I was going to say. Oakley, o- Most of well, our. Penalties came against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State and West Virginia are very similar. I got six for both West Virginia and Oklahoma State. But it, it is, like I said, you can you can make the argument, Texas and Oklahoma combined, you combine the uh, their opponents' holding calls from last season, which would give you five. Mm-hmm. That's as many, all right, as any single team in the Big 12 had all of last season. Because Baylor would be, except Baylor's at five. Uh, if you want to uh, count Baylor as they they declined one of them, so then you can say four, right? If you want to, but either way, like that. So for those who are out on the grass, you know, and <laughs> there's <laughs> who, a lot who would like I know and and they want some you know the some credence to their argument, and they would like some. Uh, support for their conspiracy theory. This, I guess, would give you support. I'm not saying there is a conspiracy theory because I think you need to go through all of these subjective calls and look at all of them. Right. Pass interference and look at, you know, the holding calls, how many did Texas actually get on their end, all that stuff. So we, we don't have enough data. This is, like I said, very uh, small sample size of, of, of a much larger uh, macro scale of research that needs to be done before you can definitively say, oh, man, they're out to screw Texas. But what I will say is it, it's, it was compelling, and the data is the data. Texas and Oklahoma did have the fewest amount of holding calls on the, called on their opponents of any team in the Big 12. By a large margin, like I said, you combine Texas and Oklahoma's uh, holding calls called on their opponents, and even their combined number uh, barely equals uh, one single team's number in the Big 12. But like I said, there are inconsistencies, I'm sure, all over the place. But there you go. I did fact check it for you. So if you want to stay out there on the grassy you know. Play the X Files music. Be a conspiracy theorist. This should help your cause. Well, and then I, <laughs> I also want to go back to this because you get graded after every game. You do. But that's, um, and misses. That, that, that and doesn't all mean this. that they're bad grades. We don't know that. I didn't watch the film, so I don't know they're bad grades. But How, I'm, I'm yeah. saying you would know that you because you know you miss calls. We all do. You can't say that, man. I probably should have called a holding right there, and and it ends up being something that is 
detrimental. But there are times in a game where you go back and look at it and you're like, oh, he should have called a hole there, he should have called a hole there, or pass interference or something like that. But we're sticking yes. to the holding. But you know when you get graded, when you have those meetings, they're going to say, hey, man, the games that you've had, Texas, you haven't called anything. You know what I'm saying? Because there are a lot of times that they work in different groups. They do. So you have different feels on calls, just like Goose Gosselin gives us every week. The, the team, the, this group of referees will call holding or they won't call it. Yep, they have, I want to get that grade report on some of those yeah. tendencies too. Yep. So that's something I'm going to pay attention to in this coming year to see if that's who they are. If, the, if, if that's the trend, then I know Coach Sark should know that. Yeah. And everybody else should know it as well. It could also be the reason why Texas, you know, Texas won the best teams in creating pressure last season. They were top 10 in the country. Actually, Pro Football Focus has them behind Clemson yep. uh, with 277 pressures. But of those teams who were top 10 in pressures, uh, Texas actually had the second fewest sacks yep. behind NC State. NC State had 24 sacks. Uh, Texas had, uh, sorry, ahead of NC State, Texas had 27 sacks, and NC State right below them had 24. So if you go look at all the teams who were in the top 10 in pressures, Texas not converting enough of those into sacks. One of the reasons, I'm sure it's not the only reason, one of those reasons could be their, you know, obviously the the refs, officials, are not consistent enough calling, uh, holding calls. But as Patrick brought up, you know, and I agree, you, it, part of this has be has to be about technique Absolutely. and fundamentals. Yeah. If you are able to win that one-on-one and do it in a dominating fashion, they'll have no choice but to hold you. And it'll be obvious. Yeah. So make them make it obvious. They're holding you. Make yeah. them make it obvious. Fall out. Pull your shirt up. Do something. Do something extra. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to tell you, and I'll go back and look at how many holding calls on the other side for Texas yeah. and how many that they were called on them. And like I said, I'm going to do some more deep dive research, but I, I went back and looked at it. And yeah, it's compelling enough to say that Texas and Oklahoma did have the facts that we know. They had the fewest amount of holding calls called on their opponents. Right. In the Big 12. That yes. you do know. Yeah. So. Start with the facts. I'm glad. I'm glad. Most of y'all will end up scurrying to the grassy knoll <laughs> yeah. very quickly. But I said you can start there and then just try to build up more and more facts. If we have this same pattern repeat itself this season, more facts. Yep. But yeah, it won't man. matter after that because they're leaving anyway. No, but at least you want to build the case that, <laughs> yeah. okay, so the Big 12 is a POS leak. Yep. You know what I mean? Like if, that's, if that comes up, it's happening. I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying that's just – Another fact yeah. and stat that some of the like I said, conspiracy theorists out there will jump to. Mm-hmm. So, all right, uh, there you go. So, some Texas football discussion. Uh, we got to talk Astros, Rangers on Astros. the other side. Ghost Rangers. We'll talk about that when we come back. Uh, also- Let me tell you about the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe some whisper. Right. We come back as well. Right here on Don't Lie. Wonderful down the horn. Don't lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a smooth soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick the Idillionaire plays jams intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans. The computer love. Oh, yeah. 
This makes me think of Menace of Society for some reason. Oh, well, he's driving in his car. He's like, yeah, he's got the men- yeah, yeah. get up off of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They have the picnic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a picnic. Yeah. yeah. Rolling on them things. Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> yeah, rolling on them things. Oh, man. There you go. Patrick always yeah. did a great job on a smooth soul Monday. All the musically themed days of the week. So we appreciate his efforts. Wow. Yeah, this is outstanding today, Patrick. Yeah, I mean, man. you're outstanding every day. Yeah. But nah, this today for. Boy, you didn't brought it out of me. <laughs> that boy didn't brought it out of me. Now he had some some classics, and it's, I want to say all the time we've been working together, the first time he's played a lot of these jams. Yeah, there's a few new ones. I, I found a different playlist of stuff, and <laughs> and then I pulled some other stuff and was listening to some other stuff. So I'm down. you're able to you're able to find a different niche of a music where you're like, oh man, I can listen. To, all right, I can play that, and I can play that. Yeah. It must have been the, uh, the the Black Family Reunion playlist you was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> I was not at any Black Family Reunions this weekend. But. Okay, just making sure. I don't know what was going on. Hey, you invited to ours, so. Hey. No doubt. You're invited to a couple. We and know we're that. not going to make you DJ. <laughs> but we will have you put the list together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who put the list together? Like, my man Patrick. There he what? is. What? He did? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll try to give you a black card. All right, uh, let's talk about the Astros Rangers, gentlemen. Uh, the biggest news about this series. Honestly, is the the injury report? Yeah, uh, that's probably the biggest news on both sides. So for the Astros, uh, I don't believe Jordan's going to be available for this game. He's not. Neither is Altuve. No Altuve. No Jordan. No. We know Michael Brantley has out for been out forever. Um, Adelis Gar- on the other side for the Rangers, Adelis mm-hmm. Garcia was most recently added to their injury report. And we know Nathan Yavaldi, who's been fantastic lately, he's going to miss this entire series too. So he's not going to be available. Now Corey Seager is out. Is out too. Yep. 10 day, 10 day DL or IL is what they're calling it now. Yes. And uh, they're hoping that he will be back at the end or for the beginning of the month. I saw him today on the field. He was taking some ground balls, working on some fielding stuff, but he still has a splint on the thumb. Uh, Altuve took batting practice early, uh, was hitting on the field as well. So he looks like he's there. I know Altuve is there, and so is Jordan. They are at the field today. So at least they're at the ballpark, and they're not somewhere else getting ready to play and do some more rehabbing because Jordan's already done enough rehabbing. He actually played in the outfield the other day too. Yeah. So he's he's trying to work his way all the way back. uh, That's why this series is so interesting because both – Sides are going to be missing key pieces uh, and uh, obviously guys who are really important uh, and hopefully they'll be getting them back down the mm-hmm. stretch when they get to ready to make their uh, kind of playoff run. Uh, but for now, both of these teams dealing with their own you know, adversity, their own form of adversity, whether it be injuries or other things, and we're going to see which one of these teams right now with a three-game lead, I believe the Rangers have. Yeah, Rangers are three games up. Why, Patrick? Because uh, they dropped one to the A's. <laughs> Astros lost one to the A's this weekend. Come on, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I'm with you. The A's are trying to lose. And yet, trying to lose. Y'all can't get no hits. I know. So, so <laughs> trying to lose is hard. Ask the Texans. So, <laughs> we know winning is hard. You asked Tom Herman and Sark that. Well, trying to lose is, is also pretty damn hard if you are a Houston franchise. So, the cake was baked, Astros. <laughs> <laughs> the cake was baked. Uh, but, yeah, with all the injuries hard on both sides, 
Who do you see rising to the occasion in this matchup? Tonight? This is a this is one of those matchups that you look at and you say, okay, is it going to be pitching or is it going to be guys at the plate? I think it's going to be a combination. You might see one game where a pitcher goes out there and is just dominant for one side. It up. And then you'll see another game where neither one of the teams can get anybody out. Uh, I, I'm still in the belief that the Rangers are – trying to get to where the Astros are. They spent the money. They went out and got big names. They went and got some places. I mean, some uh, players that can come out there and make some plays for you. But are they ready to take that next step? We talked about it going into last weekend when they were getting ready to take on the Dodgers. We saw them against the Tampa Bay Rays. Now we're trying to figure out who the Rays are. The Rays have kind of slipped, and so I don't know if that was a true test for them. Mm -hmm. But the Dodgers were that test. And they didn't play that well against the Dodgers. So now you get another chance. The The king of the, the West has been the Astros. Yeah, now you got to knock them down, and this will be a big series right here. Yeah. Um, man, I think this year, though, the Rangers have pr- – just for this season, I, I'm with you. As a franchise, the, the Astros have proven to be the most reliable yeah, uh, more reliable team in this division, especially you know when you compare them to the Rangers. Yeah. but this season, Rangers don't they seem like they're better? They're a better team this I, season. I, 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 I seem to believe so. Okay, well, I they, seem to I, believe they, so. They, they have been. I will say, I don't think the Astros have been healthy as a whole team yet this season. Yep. because basically Altuve was out, and then when he finally started coming back into form, Jordan goes out. So two of your best players have been dealing with it all season. Jeremy Pena this season hasn't been there, so if he is able to turn it around later in the season, then that's a big difference. But no, I, I think they're, I think they're at least equal, if nothing else. If the Rangers either are above them or equal, I don't think the Astros are still above the Rangers at any point. I, I am curious. I think that if the Rangers win tonight or the Astros win tonight, it's basically going to set the game plan for the next two games. Whoever wins, I think, will be less dramatic on bringing back players and trying really hard to win these games yep. because if you get one you go look all we need to do is split the series both teams i think they know they just need to split the sp- series they can't get swept yep so once you get that one you're like cool we've already we're already where we need to be we don't need to rush back Jordan. we don't need to rush back altuve if you're the astros and if you're the rangers it means we don't have to rush back garcia we don't have to try and fight for this anymore we don't have to use a ton of bullpen because it is a long season and the more we cannot let this dictate how our season's going to go, the easier it is to rebound off of it if we go, if we split the series. Yes, sir. That's a good point about the first game, maybe putting some pressure on the other side. Yeah, because if you're down 0-1 in the series, then you can't go down 0-2 because then you have to win game three. So if you just want to make sure, man, we just need to win one game in the series for both teams because it keeps you in the division. Well, I think you're still going to be in a division because it is still a long time. Yeah. You're still going to play each other exactly. again, too. you got a couple more times. It just doesn't – it's not going to sit well exactly. if you get, yeah, yeah. It's, get swept and people are going to view it a different way. But I still believe that this, this series is far from over, even with this week, because I think it's going to come down to the last week of the season no matter what is going on. Through both teams, because both of these teams are good baseball teams. Yeah, nobody's going to separate. Nobody's going to separate. It'll be two, three games this, down This the, is the closest we're going to get right now. It's yeah. like, you're getting right here, we're going to see what happens going down the stretch. The Rangers did make a trade today. They traded Taylor Hearn to the Atlanta Braves for future considerations. Um, I, Taylor Hearn was a guy that was in the big leagues early, came to AAA, uh, went back to the big leagues, but didn't seem to fit in that rotation 
anymore. So the Braves went out and got him. So I'm hoping for Taylor Hearn to have a good uh, move to going to to uh, Atlanta. Uh, yeah, uh, man, the trade deadline looming. Yeah, August first, Monday. It's crazy that I mean, it's I'm expecting an explosion. On the trade deadline, it's been so much talking. Maybe it'll probably be a letdown now that there's been so much buildup yeah, and drama surrounding it. That I, could be true. It might end up being a letdown, but man, I, I think there's so many teams. Actually, Tuesday, not Monday. Tuesday, okay. Yeah, I think there's so many teams right now that believe they're close. Yeah, a lot of teams think they're, they're the close. close. I think yeah. like four or five teams. Like, man, we're close. Do you have that piece though? Do you think making exactly. that move to get that piece makes you a little bit nervous about making a move because? You don't want to sell your farm system. That's why I say Shohei may not be the move for everybody. He, no, a like, lot of other people are like, pitchers, no, no, we, yeah. The move that we need to make is one that we don't mortgage our entire future Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Now, some teams may want to, they want to go to Shohei route, but there's some other teams like your, you know, like the Braves or maybe yeah. like the Rangers or the Astros are like, no, no, we're close. We There's a move need to be made, but we... Not the Shohei move. Braves are my sleeper right now. Braves and they can't sleep. even be a sleeper. Saying, they are, but I'm saying, like, lead the, they that's lead that the team. Home runs. Yeah. <laughs> that's that team that, ooh, they, they, they've fallen short quite a few times. Oh, you were talking about how yeah. loaded they used to be back oh, in the man. day, in the 90s and everything. Yeah. Loaded. And loaded. The deal. Hall of Famers yeah. loaded. Uh, all right, we'll come back. We'll wrap it up, put it in the oven, let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie, Wonderful Nine Horn. Pop a top again. Mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's good. That is- All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. All right, gentlemen, what's on tap? Starting with you, Hard. What's on tap? Texas Rangers versus the Houston Astros. This is pennant chasing time, baby. That's right, baby. I want to watch that tonight because it's just, you know, Texas baseball, baby. You got to do that. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'll be checking that out. That'll be on. If I got any other time, there's a cool show on HBO called Warrior. They brought it back. It's like a it, actually based on Bruce Lee's writings. Oh. Really cool martial arts. Oh, I've, show. Seen the, I've seen the uh, commercials. Seen that. It? It's yeah, actually yeah. pretty damn cool. All right, what's on tap for you, Patrick? Hey, man, Astros Rangers. Astros Rangers, baby. Right. We making predictions? I don't want to jinx it. Don't Let's do that. Let's just enjoy. Let's just enjoy. It. It. enjoy right. it. Don't forget, no, Soccer it. Matters is coming up next. That's right. Our man Glenn, Glenn Davis. That's right. All right. right. Make sure you stick around for that man. He does a great job covering soccer. Messi. Made Messi, his debut. I synced it. And he came up clutch. Come on, man. That's what legends do. And everybody was there to witness That's it. what goats do, man. I became a witness. <laughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> LeBron was even there speaking yeah, of witnesses. Yeah, he was. See there? Uh, all right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Remember, Revolution not be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.